And people say all the time, oh, gender roles this, gender roles that. Guys, listen, gender roles are a real thing. I was a hardcore, extreme feminist for a very long time and didn't even realize I was actually demasculating my man. <laughs> back to the Unapologetic Millennial Woman podcast. I'm your host, Coco Gunn, and happy whatever day of the week it is for you. Now, <laughs> today's topic <laughs> is going to be a good one. It's going to be a little bit longer episode than normal, and I do ask that you just stay with me because there's going to be some things that you're going to be like, what is she talking about? All right, so the other day I was talking with my eyelash check. Yes, I get my eyelashes done, people, because I don't have any. But anyways, and um, she, her and I were talking about, you know, finding the one and settling down. And, you know, she, of course, asked me about my relationship. And trust me, after being with someone for so long, <laughs> you learn a lot about that person. <laughs> and, of course, you learn a lot about yourself. The likes, the dislikes, things that you wish you could change about them, things that you need to work on, and a lot more. But question she asked me was, is why do men nowadays hate the thrill of the chase? Now, my answer, well, it was complicated, but something I've actually learned from dating a man, <laughs> not a boy, but a man. And well, I can put it like this. I'm actually dating a lion. Yeah. Now we've all heard, you know, a lion and the gazelle. I love Eric the hip hop preacher, but we're going to take it to another level and kind of just go in a different direction. Now, what do I mean? Well, let's take it back. And I'm talking taking it back all the way to the animal kingdom. Okay, in the animal kingdom, you have your predators and you have your prey, right? Now, stay with me because things are about to get a little bit muddy and there may be some things that I say that will strike a nerve, but trust me, everything I'm about to say actually really makes sense. Now, so the king of the jungle, well, technically, king of the predators is the lion. He's strong, he knows what he wants, he's respected, and he loves the thrill of the chase. Let me repeat that one more time. He loves the thrill of the chase. Now, if you think about it, when you do see a lion in his habitat, he's chilling. He's not worrying, he's cool, calm, and collected, he has charisma. Most of us human we're animal are enchanted by the lion, to be honest with you. He protects, he is a line of defense for the pride and the territory. Now you may think most of the time people are like, oh my God, a lion is so lazy because you see him perched, right? But in case you didn't know, the lion's actually the protector of the pride. So his energy and his strength are used for that purpose. The lioness, which is what I am, <laughs> is strong and powerful as well. She, of course, runs the pride, keeps the lion in line. They don't go into combat. You don't see lioness fighting unless it's for her cubs. And they're actually the primary hunters of the pride, believe it or not. Because if a lion gets injured hunting, he's unable to protect the pride. 
Okay, so this goes back to, and people say all the time, oh, gender roles this, gender roles that. Guys, listen, gender roles are a real thing. I was a hardcore, extreme feminist for a very long time and didn't even realize I was actually demasculating my man. <laughs> so I had to make some changes in myself because there's a reason there's gender roles. There's, it, it's not to belittle women or belittle men but like men, they are designed a specific way. Their, ge their genetic makeup is designed to be a protector. It's designed to be chaste. It's designed to be a worker. Like they're stronger by nature. Our genetic makeup is to be, you know, um, the homemaker. Not saying you can't have a job and have a career and do that. And your spouse, he can't have his career and job and do the exact same thing. But if you look at how things are working nowadays, we gotta go back to like the beginning and really hone in on the fact that, hey, maybe we just took things a little bit too far. And you, know, you can be on either side of the fence. To me, it doesn't really matter. I just had to learn about myself and what worked for my relationship and what we're doing now works. Okay, so anyways, moving on. Now, the lion doesn't look for leftovers, right? Or go after prey that's weak or has been killed already. A lion wants strength. He goes after things that he knows are difficult, right? He respects the lioness. He respects the pride. He respects the, the, the role that she plays. He doesn't go and pick up food off the street. I say street like he's living on the street, no. He knows what he wants. Now, let's talk about the other predator in the animal kingdom, the hyena. <laughs> now, please know if you are a fan of a hyena and your spirit animal is a hyena, I'm not talking bad about hyenas at all. I'm just giving you a comparison because we all know if we see the Lion King, all about hyenas. But anyway, they have a reputation. They're scavengers, they're collectors, they have to hunt in packs. Like they're very weak on their own. And here's a fun fact. I learned this on Google. Female hyenas possess similar looking reproductive organs as the males. Therefore, it's very difficult to tell which is which. Food for thought. <laughs> now, with that being said, where am I going with this? Stay with me. You have to decide who you are allowing into your life. Hyenas, well, they're easy. They're scavengers. You find most of them at the clubs or at the bars, hitting on everything that can walk. Why? Because it's just trying to fill a need. Now, if you go to a bar, a restaurant, a lion, a lion is majestic, right? Not to say that there's some, there's not some lions out there that have hyena tendencies, because I'm sure that there are, but for the most part, they're cool, they're calm, they're collected. They could be the life of the party, but in the sense that they're making sure that everyone else is having a good time. There's two, there's two types, of, in my opinion, there's two types of lives of the party. There's the drunk, crazy, not caring life of the party, which some people are, not all the time, but it happens. And then there's a life at the party that's really just making sure that everyone is having a good time. Offering drinks, you know, making sure your cup is full. Right. 
A lion is very sure of himself, confident, you know, could be the one buying everyone drinks, socializing, or he could be the one that is laid back. You have to decide which one do you desire. Now, don't get me wrong. Some of you may be in a space where the hyenas entertain you, but eventually it's going to get old and soon. Okay, so the question is, well, how, Coco, well, how do I find a lion? Let me tell you something. When, okay, so my partner and I, we tried dating probably like in 20, I don't know, 2007. And neither one of us were ready for a relationship, right? Life happens, life moves on. I start growing and just kind of working on myself, right? I was I was literally working on myself. I was, you know, going to the gym. I was, you know, not even focused at all looking for a relationship whatsoever. I was focusing on me. And here comes my partner. Does that make sense? So, you know, you have to, st- first of all, I understand. I don't, I don't, yes, you're right. I am not dated in years. So I'm not really sure exactly what the dating scene is like, but guys, I have single friends. So don't think I live under rock and I don't know what's going on because I talk to them about it all the time. Here's the deal. I found my person when I wasn't even looking. We're so, we, we want to be desired. We, we want to be in a relationship. We want someone to come home to. But the reason it may not be happening for you is because you're not really ready. Relationships take work. <laughs> Lots of work. Work on yourself, work on your relationship, you know, working with your partner. Like, it is not easy. And sometimes the universe, whoever you believe in, is probably like, listen, you're not ready to be in a relationship right now, so... I'm not going to send anybody your way. So here's what you got to do. There's five things, in my opinion, that you could start doing to help you prepare to find your soulmate or your helpmate or your man or girl or whatever, whatever your desire. But it has more to do with working on yourself. So you're prepared for when your soulmate finds you. Number one, work on loving you. All parts. It's tough because we live in a social media driven world nowadays and it's extremely hard to not compare yourself to what you're seeing on television or what you're seeing on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. I don't have a TikTok yet, but either way, it's very hard. So start working on loving you, the parts you don't like, the parts you really like, you know, that cellulite, that, you know, jiggly belly, (laughs) saggy boobs, whatever it is. Start working on loving all parts of you because if you're waiting for someone to come into your life that's going to love all the parts of you, but you don't even love them, you're not ready. You're not ready. And I'm telling you from experience, you cannot cannot expect your partner, the person that you need to validate every single thing that you don't like about yourself because it's not going to happen. I'm grateful that my partner tells me I'm beautiful every single day. But you may end up finding a soulmate that is not into those things. They may write it down for you or they might, you know, like you you can't predict the person that's going to come into your life and be the one because that's just not how the universe works. Number two, build your confidence. If you're out there searching for validation, that means you're not confident within yourself right now in this moment. 
you know, maybe down the road or maybe there are some moments in your life where you are confident, but if you're out there looking for someone to come and fill you and tell you how beautiful you are and how great you are and how wonderful you are, you got to work on those things within yourself. Now, I'm not saying be cocky and be egotistical and I'm beautiful. And I'm not saying that. You can do that by all means. Go for it. But sometimes confidence is silence. Sometimes confidence is just walking into the room and, and having a certain posture about yourself. You know, getting dressed up for yourself. Wearing that outfit for you. Number three, find an outside source for venting your frustrations or getting them out. Gym, therapy, yoga, or whatever fills your cup. Because when you get into a relationship, sometimes you don't want to talk to your partner or they're not being receptive or they're not listening. So you have to make sure that there is something in your life that you enjoy doing that allows for you to get that frustration out so you can go and have that conversation because you cannot expect to bombard your partner. That's not cool. That's not how it works. Find an outlet. Find something already and you stick to that when you get into a relationship. Number four, write down what things you want in a partner. Now, this does not mean you write a checklist because you want to make sure that the, the person that you that you find aligns with your needs, right? Please do not make a checklist and expect for everything on that checklist to be checked off for your partner. Sometimes the person that you're supposed to be with, be with is the person that is completely opposite of the person you thought you were supposed to be with. But it's totally fine to write down things that you want in a partner, things that are important to you. And you might end up finding that this person is just like you, or you may end up finding that this person is completely opposite of you. But you also have to know what you want. And don't settle for anything less. And number five, work on unrealistic expectations. We, as women, have this tendency to set an extremely, extremely, extremely high bar and it's totally fine but would you be okay trying to reach those goals if someone you really cared about set unrealistic expectations for you it's going to be difficult right so you know unrealistic unrealistic expectations what i mean by that is He's got a seven-figure job. He has a house that's a mansion. He has a, seven cars that I could drive any car that I want. He's going to be taking care of me for the rest of my life. It's unrealistic. Now, if you want a sugar daddy, by all means, go for it. Some people out there enjoy that. It's not my cup of tea, but, like, I don't judge. Do you, girl? There's a website called sugardaddy.com. Go for it. <laughs> that's what you want. But at the end of the day... You have to be real with what you want from somebody. That's why making a checklist and having everything on that checklist marked off may not benefit you at all. You may end up finding the things you thought you wanted you actually don't want at all. (laughs) So do me a favor. You want to find a lion. You want to find a man. These are the things you need to start working on. I'm telling you from experience, these are things that I did. My relationship is not perfect. No relationship is. But I took some of these into consideration and I worked on them. Work on loving all the parts of you. 
work on your confidence, find an outside source for frustration, inventing, go to the gym, go find a yoga class and stick with it. I'm a dancer. I have not stopped dancing since I got with my partner. It's something that I enjoy doing and I'm not going to give it up. Right? Write down the things you want in a partner, not a checklist because you want to make sure that you find someone that aligns with your needs. Doesn't give you what you want, but aligns with your needs, whatever those may be. And number five, work on unrealistic expectations. And I did an episode on this a couple of episodes back, so you can check it out if you want to. (laughs) Again, thank you for joining me on today's episode. I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And if you did, don't hesitate to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss notifications on new episodes. And if you really enjoyed it, feel free to leave me a review. You can stay in touch with me via my Instagram page, UMW Podcast. Or if you have any topic suggestions, you can email me at theumwpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, chin up, level up, boss up. Love you. Ciao.